Dr. Dave Williams joins us. It's nice to meet you, sir. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. You are a veteran of two space flights and three space walks. And a lot of people say that the very first time we were able to picture the planet Earth from outer space, it completely changed our perspective on the world. And I wonder for yourself, being able to go out into space and look back on the planet Earth, what kind of reflections you have? Oh, there's no question. I think every astronaut develops what we might call the planetary perspective. For me, it was on my second space flight uh, when I was doing a spacewalk riding on the end of the Canada arm, looking back at this beautiful blue oasis of our planet cast against the black infinite void of space, realizing that on this planet, the entire history of the human species has taken place. And it's really our spacecraft. It's the spacecraft for the human species. And we have to take care of it for future generations what adjectives would you use i guess i mean is it humbling exhilarating what goes through your mind and i I also appreciate that uh, commander hadfield has told me that you don't have a lot of time to sort of stand there and philosophize you got work well, there's no question. You know, I, I was standing on the Canada arm for a purpose. We were installing a gyroscope on the space station. But in that nanosecond that you kind of look at the Earth and you you have this amazing epiphany of how beautiful the planet is, it's incredibly humbling. And it's an incredibly almost spiritually moving experience, realizing that this is the home of the entire human species. And then looking out into space, realizing that, yes, we've traveled far into space. And we're sending humans back to the moon but how much farther we have to go and how much more we have to learn. Another means of or frame of reflecting on our planet on this Earth Day is how endangered it may be. How do you reflect on that as a scientist? You know, I think it's a time of change and opportunity. And if we think of the Earth as our own spaceship, the spaceship for our species, then we need to start considering sustainability and how we're managing the resources that we have on our planet. I'm thrilled to be able to be at the Ontario Science Centre talking about Space on Earth, a new book that I've got coming out with Anik Press that talks about the lessons from the space station, the technologies from space that we can use to help create a more sustainable lifestyle here on our own planet. As you mentioned, the name of the book is Space on Earth. So how do you think like an astronaut? Is there sort of a unique brain that astronauts uh, necessarily or disposition that they share? I think one of the things living in space, you realize very quickly that you have limited resources and you have to manage those resources appropriately and make sure that you're not wasting things that wherever possible, you can reuse whatever it is that you have. Water is a great example where we limit our use of water. And uh, most of the use of water in space is actually for drinking. 90% of the water that we use in space is uh, to drink, whereas on Earth, 1% of the water that we use is to drink drink. The rest of it is used in showering and brushing our teeth and washing clothes and things like that. So learning to be more efficient about how we use our resources is really important. There's also a certain elegance, which perhaps some people find nauseating. But I mean, the water that you end up consuming in space is also the water that you might sweat out into the station. It's also the water that you might pee out. So there is this sort of pure scientific approach to the sustainability of being in space. Well, of course, in space, we love to joke and say today's coffee will be tomorrow's coffee because, of course, (laughs) we recycle the water and the potable water is all created by water that's recaptured on the space station through, as you point out, sweat and uh, and voiding, etc. So it's uh, remarkable to think about how we can use similar technologies here on Earth. 
I'm curious about uh, to come back to the word the disposition or or perhaps the the core personality of somebody who becomes an astronaut because i was observing on the show last week in talking about space i don't like going to the bathroom at the office i sure would not want to be in outer space <laughs> well going to the bathroom in space is you know a unique experience without gravity but uh, the space toilets are designed to be highly effective we use vacuum airflow to make sure that things move away from you which is what you want happening but uh, I think learning how we can adapt those technologies, solar power that we use to provide the electricity on the space station, we're now focusing on using solar power on Earth, battery electric vehicles. All of this technology is changing the way we live in space and can change the way we live on Earth. How do you reflect once you come back to Earth on the world that we live in as somebody who has observed it from, from outer space? You know, there's many different ways of reflecting on this. One is to realize that how small our planet really is. Back in the 1960s, Marshall McLuhan coined the phrase the global village. And when you orbit the Earth every 90 minutes, you realize that, in fact, we are living on a global village. And what happens in one part of the world affects all of us. Hence the need for planetary stewardship and taking care of our planet for the future. But more importantly, I think this is the millennium in which the human species will become a spacefaring species. And we will see humans living on the surface of the moon. We will see humans living on the surface of Mars. And it will be incredible to think about the lessons that we will learn that will help us become stewards of these other environments that we're going to be living on. Tell me a bit about what you plan for this weekend, this Earth weekend at the Ontario Science Centre. I'm really excited to be at the Ontario Science Center. It's a great place to visit and learn about science. I'll be reading from uh, the book Space on Earth and uh, talking to kids about planetary stewardship, what it means to them, talking about some of the experiments that are in the book that they can do at home to learn about hydroponics and grow vegetables in a different environment. So it's going to be a really exciting day. Do you think we're in a new era? I mean, clearly we are, but in terms of how we frame this era of space exploration, because it's kind of a sad observation that we went through a period where, okay, we landed on the moon and and then everybody got bored. And yet now we're going back to the moon. We're planning on going to Mars. And I, I sense anyway that there is a new level of excitement. 25 years ago, I was in space at this time. And it's a remarkable thing to think about the lessons that we've learned in the space shuttle program, all the research that's been done on the International Space Station to help us understand what we need to be able to do to live successfully on the surface of the moon, to be able to travel to Mars and live successfully on the surface of Mars. So all the lessons that we've learned since the Apollo program have really been to help us get ready to go back to the moon and ultimately on to Mars. I want to know a bit more about what you write in your book. How more can we think like an astronaut? Oh, there, it ranges from everything that we do on a day-to-day basis, simple things like turning the tap off while you're brushing your teeth and not wasting water into the sink that you're not actually using, to thinking about how we can use hydroponics to be able to grow plants in our own homes, whether you're living in an apartment or whether you have a house or a garden in the back. But it's a way of thinking differently, how we use our vehicles, being able to use electric bicycles to do short trips back and forth and uh, electric cars transitioning to battery electric vehicles. You know, the fuel cells that we used on the space uh, shuttle 
where basically hydrogen uh, and oxygen fuel cells have produced electricity. Toyota's got a model of uh, producing hydrogen cars. So thinking about how this technology can help us in the future, I think captivates the imagination of kids. Dr. Dave Williams is with us, a Canadian astronaut. We're talking about space travel on the occasion of Earth Day. I interviewed some of the very first men who went to the moon. I found them to be somewhat engineer and science oriented there didn't seem to be a great sense of wonder and i appreciate if you're going to send a guy to the freaking moon in a tin can uh you don't need him to be philosophizing however i find succeeding generations of astronauts to be more philosophical even in some cases spiritual i wonder what your own reflection on that is you know, one of the things I really enjoy is speaking to the Apollo astronauts who are currently alive today and and just talking to them about that more philosophical approach. I think the public persona of that generation of astronauts was really quite different than what they felt uh, individually. And there, in those days, we didn't tend to express our emotions about what this was really like. Nowadays, we tend to share our, all of our feelings about what it's like exploring space. You can imagine standing on the surface of the moon, holding up your gloved hand in a spacesuit and blocking out the image of the earth with your thumb. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. I still remember the photographs of the Apollo 8 mission in December of 1968, seeing that earth rise coming up over the limb of the surface of the moon. Those are images that have changed history. And I think being able to share that from a personal perspective is something that gets everybody really exciting today. Would you go to the moon? Oh, in a nanosecond. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a great trip. Three days there and uh, three days back. And then, you know, depending upon what you're doing at the moon, uh, it could be a longer mission. Thank you so much. Happy Earth Day to you. Oh, thanks. Same to you.